It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. On this, what is today? January the 22nd. It's been a crazy busy morning for me, folks. Anyway, it's Monday Travel and Cruise Industry News. Welcome aboard. This Man, this is a stuffed show today. There's a ton of stories. And, uh, you know, a lot of them carry over from the weekend. A lot of stuff happened this weekend that were minor and not major enough for me to do a special show. But you carried it all over. Man, I got a full show today. And, yeah, there's probably going to be a rant. I feel one coming, so... Just letting you know that in advance. Today's uh, lead story, popular excursion shuts down after a shark bite. Also on today's show, Blue Lagoon Island reopens. Carnival Miracle celebrates 20 years in service. Ship captain arrested and fired. Another carnival guest climbs over a railing. Sapphire Princess embarkation change. A new chairman for CLIA. Carnival Jubilee was delayed. Immigration processing delays. A 44-year-old dies after falling from a ferry. A new name for Aida Vida. And before we see brilliance of the seas. No, before we see brilliant lady. Sorry about that. Not brilliance of the seas. Brilliant lady. Probably end of 2025. That and lots more this morning here at 11 o'clock. Today, folks, is National Blonde Brownie Day. This isn't my rant, folks, but but you people leave my chocolate brownies alone, please. Go have a brown of blonde brownie. Yeah, no. Not me. I'll have a chocolate brownie. If you're listening about the podcast, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. Um, All right. Two announcements. First, uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, I'm doing another uh, live stream for the Epic uh, Group. And if you want to jump in just to be there, come on. It's 7 o'clock Eastern uh, Standard Time. And it's just, you know, it's the the last week. You know, this time next week, we'll be on the Epic. So just in case anybody has any questions, I made one slight change on the schedule, uh, or at least on how I'm doing things, not particularly on the schedule, but still. Uh, So we'll go over that tonight. That's at 7 o'clock. Now, my buddy Nate up there in Alaska, of course, he's sent, sending me uh, pertinent information 
about Alaska Airlines. You know, they had that unfortunate incident, you know, was it last week, week before last, where part of the flight plane flew off mid-flight, stuck the kid's shirt off. I, you know, it was it was a pretty dicey situation. Here's the latest from my friend Nate. As you may have heard, an Alaska Airlines flight had to make an emergency landing after a cabin door broke off. Here at Alaska, safety is our number one concern. But you gotta admit, look pretty cool. Plane flying around, no door. You know, everyone's screaming, cell phones whipping out into the sky. It was awesome. That's why our new slogan is, Alaska Airlines, you didn't die, and you got a cool story. On other airlines, you can watch movies, but on Alaska, you're in the movie. And if you think Alaska the state is cold, just wait till our plane's roof rips off. Since the incident, we're starting to make some changes. You know those bolts that, like hold the plane together we're gonna go ahead and tighten some of those we've also made a few small updates to our in-flight safety brochure and for extra precaution we'll now be taking off with the inflatable slide already deployed when people ask me where the emergency exits are i'm like there there and in 10 minutes probably there you know how hawaiian airlines always gives out lays when you land well we've got our own version Are we in Cleveland? Close. The Pacific Ocean. And to make everyone feel safer, we've hired Sully out of retirement. I don't know if I can do it again. (laughs) He's a lot older now. I was on that flight. At the time, I was terrified. But now, I'm the coolest person at the office. Everyone stopping by my cubicle all want to know about that little boy whose shirt got sucked out the plane. Some airlines give you a little wing pin when you get off the plane, but Alaska gives you a commemorative photo of your flight. This was $50. So fly Alaska. Fly Alaska. We're the same airline where a pilot tried to turn off the engine mid-flight while on mushrooms. And now we're so proud to say that's our second worst flight. Alaska Airlines, still better than Spirit. And, of course, that's from Nate. That, obviously, was Saturday Night Live's depiction of the incident. Anyway, I needed a good laugh today because that's just the kind of day it's been. All right. The top story today comes from the Bahamas. Swimming with sharks is a very popular excursion for cruises to Nassau. Obviously, there's a risk involved anytime you're interacting with wild animals. One family learned the hard way after their young son was bitten by a shark during a shark tank expedition. The excursion has been temporarily closed in the wake of the attack. There's never been a guest-related shark incident at Blue Adventures by Stewart Cove since it opened in 2006. Uh, That is until uh, this past weekend. 
The experience ran out of the Atlantis Paradise Island Resort and is now awaiting an investigation after a 10-year-old boy was bitten during his swim in the shark tanks. Can I repeat that, folks? A 10-year-old boy was bitten in a shark tank? It's unclear if his family was in the water with him, but the boy was accompanied by a dive instructor and a dive guide when the incident occurred. According to a statement from the Royal Bahamas Police, the boy was bitten on his right leg. He was transported to a hospital for medical attention and is currently in stable condition. The unidentified boy was then transported back to his home in Maryland, where he will receive further treatment, and he's expected to make a full recovery. Now, folks, I am real sorry about the young boy. However, where the hell are the parents? They're probably sitting up on the boat having a cocktail, and they send a 10-year-old kid down in a shark tank? I don't think so. Back in the day before I got so fat, I've done some diving, quite a bit of diving, as a matter of fact. I spent one summer living off of scrubbing barnacles off the bottom of boats. I've been in the water with sharks several times, but I was like 20 years old and I knew what to do in the case that a shark came anywhere near me. I also knew not to get in the water if I had any kind of cuts or any bleeding whatsoever, or if I got onto some coral and scraped my foot or leg or something to get the hell out of the water immediately. I mean, you know, some things that a 20-year-old can understand. What is a 10-year-old doing down there with sharks on a shark excursion? And what are they doing? The dive instructor and whoever, the, the two officials that are down there, what are they doing letting a 10-year-old kid in there? I, mean, I know the Bahamas rules are different than ours, but that's ridiculous. Personally, I think the parents should be charged. We'll see if what comes out of the investigation. Probably nothing. Speaking of investigations, the popular shore excursion destination Blue Lagoon Island is officially reopened for visitors following a comprehensive review of policy, staff training, marine fleet maintenance, and other protocols after the tragic incident of December 2023. Additional training has also been held uh, beyond required exercises, and the destination is ready to welcome visitors once again. Uh, yeah, they haven't made any uh, money 
uh, for two, two months. So they're going to start bringing people back probably in the same boat with the same maintenance that, that uh, flipped over last time. Not real happy with excursion people right now. All right, I'll be back with a, a whole bunch more stories after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. All right, the next story, folks, has to do with the Carnival Miracle. The Carnival Miracle has reached 20 years in service. It was delivered by Cavernia Mesa Yards Shipyard on January 17, 2004. She sailed with no passengers over to Jacksonville. Before a spring program from North Florida, the 2100 guest ship was welcomed to the fleet during a special ceremony that paid homage to the U.S. Armed Forces. Carnival Miracle started its inaugural cruise soon after the ceremony, departing from Jacksonville for a three-night itinerary to the Bahamas that featured a visit to Freeport. That cruise market uh, marked the first time that Carnival Cruise Line sailed from Jacksonville and also the first time a new cruise ship was launched there. Following the initial sailings from Jacksonville, Carnival Miracle has literally sailed from virtually every place on the, definitely on the East Coast, and now most of them on the West Coast. The Miracle was slated for China in 2017, and that never happened. The operation was initially postponed to 2018 before being dropped altogether a few months later. Currently, Miracle's best on the West Coast. The Carnival Miracle is offering four to 15-night cruises to Hawaii, Baja, and the Mexican Riviera, departing from Long Beach. Following the summer program that includes 10 to an 11-night itineraries to Alaska, departing from San Francisco in 2024, the vessel is set to reposition to Galveston for 2024 and 2025 winter. Congratulations to the Miracle. I've been on the Miracle twice. And um, I like the ship. Again, you know, I, I tend to like the part, smaller ships more than I do the bigger ships. All right. The master of the container ship uh, pleaded guilty to being intoxicated while operating a vessel. Last week, Zbigniew Chinwaniak, a Polish national, was arrested on the arrival at the port of Flexstow, located in eastern England. The port pilot alerted port police after suspecting Chowaniek of being drunk on duty. The pilot cited the strong smell of alcohol. He was detained and breathalyzed. The breathalyzer test showed Chowaniek was nearly four times over 
the legal limit. He'll be sentenced at Crown Court in February. He surrendered his passport and was released on conditional bail. Chawaniek was captain of the 960-foot MSC Roshni V, which arrived at the port arrived from the port of Antwerp, Bruges. MSC said his master's contract was terminated. <laughs> well, I hope so. All right. So a video posted to social media shows the disturbing behavior of a Carnival Cruise Line guest as a woman is seen standing outside her balcony stateroom on an adjacent section of roof covering the public area of the deck below. The short 18-second clip, and by the way, I could not access that. It's all It's been taken down for some reason. Uh, shows the woman completely over the balcony railing on deck nine, leaning back over and appearing to speak with someone before she hops back up to sit on the railing before swinging her legs over and disappearing from view. Another passenger is seeing two decks higher, peeking over another balcony to watch the antics. This type of behavior is a clear violation of Carnival Cruise Line's uh, code of conduct, which prohibits unsafe behavior. The incident occurred on the uh, Jubilee. Now, here's what I think should happen. Obviously, they're on this. They know about where it is. They're probably closing in on who it was, as they can tell exactly where the cotton-picking cabin was. I think Carnival needs to find out who it is and ban that person from ever sailing again. And folks, if you're thinking about going on a cruise and want to do something that stupid, don't go. Stay at home and and go uh, back your car over your foot or something equally as sensible. Man. Hey, Glenda. All right. So the next story today, folks, has to do with the uh, Sapphire Princess. Sapphire Princess was scheduled to begin a 16 begin a 16 night Antarctica and Cape Horn itinerary from San Antonio, Chile on Saturday, but guests were informed that the cruise will be embarking from a different location. Guests were actually alerted on Friday. Embarkation was changed from San Antonio to Valparaiso, Chile, approximately 60 miles apart. San Diego the airport for both ports is about equidistant. The worst of the problems was just changing transfers. And there, but there is a much longer walk to the ship from the terminal in Valparaiso. They claim, Royal Caribbean claims, that these were all weather related. 
All right. Speaking of the uh, Jubilee, as we were just a moment ago, the Carnival Jubilee was completing her fourth cruise and was delayed returning to Galveston this weekend by a medical emergency. Consequently, this delayed embarkation for the next cruise. Guests were contacted and asked to adjust their arrival appointments while guests already on board were given the timeline for what to expect during disembarkation or debarkation, whichever you want to call it. Actually, there was only an hour difference, so yeah, it wasn't that big a deal. Nothing like finding out from Sapphire Princess that you got to go 60 miles the day before you had to be there. All right. Let's see. What else do we have here this morning? All right. So the um, MSC Cruises, Pier Francesco Vaga, will be stepping down as chairman of the Cruise Industry Trade Association, CLIA, or Cruise Lines International Association. The longstanding chairman has been instrumental in guiding the cruise industry through the pandemic. CLIA announced that Jason Liberty, president and CEO of Royal Caribbean Group, will be its new chairman. Liberty has seen a solid start during his first years at Royal Caribbean, being responsible for the launch of the Icon-class cruise ships and leading the cruise industry toward becoming a net-zero carbon producer by 2050. All right. The next story today, folks. Passengers booked for cruises on the Royal Princess were informed of changes to their travel plans. Princess Cruises has issued a letter advising that due to extending extended immigration processing, times for disembarking guests from previous voyages, the departure times for upcoming cruises from Sydney, Australia, have been delayed by two hours. This adjustment affects guests on at least two Royal Royal Princess uh, Cruises, one departing uh, uh, February 5th and the other February 18th. The revised schedule now includes 6 p.m. departure from Sydney instead of the originally planned 4 p.m. Consequently, check-in for these cruises will now commence at 3 p.m., Guests with pre-cruise arrangements through Princess Cruises will be guided accordingly, while those with independent travel plans are advised to arrive at the pier according to the updated check-in times. The delay in the Royal Princess schedule is primarily attributed to extended immigration processing for disembarking guests from the prior cruise. The situation is likely complicated by the ship's dual embarkation points. They sail from Sydney and they sail from Auckland. So the problem is actually, typically these kind of problems are caused by New Zealand. This is actually caused by Australia. 
since the two cruises run simultaneously on Royal Princess, uh, and they're both 13 night cruises ending in Sydney and then sailing on to uh, Auckland and ending in Auckland. So the guests that boarded in Auckland need to get off the boat in Sydney and clear Australian customs and get back on the boat. That just adds a layer of complexity to the immigration process. There is speculation that recent changes in Australia's immigration procedures could affect other cruise ships as well. This includes additional screening for guests on board cruise ships where the cruise started in countries other than Australia, as is the case with the Royal Princess. So the next story, folks, a, a tragic incident unfolded near Liverpool as a 44-year-old man hailing from North Wales. It's the wrong picture, by the way, folks. <laughs> Sorry about that, because this is a serious story. Tragic incident unfolded near Liverpool as a 44-year-old man hailing from North Wales fell from the Sterna Estrid ferry during its journey from Belfast to Birkenhead. Following the incident, lifeboat crews conducted a three-hour search. The individual was subsequently airlifted by a Her Majesty's Coast Guard helicopter and transported to the hospital by ambulance. Regrettably, the man succumbed to his injuries shortly after arrival at the hospital. All right. Formerly the Aida Vida has undergone yet another name change, signaling new developments in the ship's ownership. The cruise ship currently docked in Tallinn was as transitioned from its temporary name, Avatac, to the all-new Blue Dream Melody. This alteration suggests that the speculations in the media reports regarding the recent acquisition by the Chinese cruise line Blue Dream Cruises are gaining credibility, although an official statement from Blue Dream, Dream Cruises is still not released. But the name's been changed. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen on that? It looks like uh, Virgin Voyages' brilliant lady will not be entering service in 2024. And maybe not until 2025. The fourth and final lady ship's introduction was delayed from late 2023. However, the company has not specified a new date. Virgin's John Diorio, vice president of North American Sales, said he's optimistic over the uh, over the next four or five months. We will have a nice game plan for Brilliant Lady, 
and the optimal time to put her on sale. Since the ramp-up time for eight for any new uh, cruise ship is 18 to 24 months, according to Diorio, that means we're not going to see this boat until mid to late 2025, even if they start ramping it up soon. Just saying, folks. All right. That's going to wrap up a whole bunch of stories today and a very confusing morning for the old fat guy. Also working on 16 things at once. It's driving me crazy. But, all right, let's see who's in the chat room. There's Steve's with us out in Kentucky. Hey, Steve. Kenneth's with us up in Pennsylvania. Mike's with us from the other side of the pond. Uh, Lobely World says, hey, glad to have you with us. Gretchen says, good morning, everybody. No, we're not talking. This looks to me like uh, crap. So let's see if I can get out of that. Uh, looks to me like I'm being photobombed and it won't let me get out of it. Huh. I used to be able to do that. I don't know why I can't do that. Anyway, that obviously is uh, not anybody for our uh, travel cruise industry news. Katie's with us. Good morning on my lunch hour. Five days and counting till Icon of the Seas. There's Hot Air Tom. Robert's with us. Good morning, Robert. There's Gary, older than dirt. Good morning, Gary. Dennis with us. Hey, Dennis. MSC cargo ship with a drunk captain was at the UK port of Felix Felixto. Did I say it wrong? Felixo. Lixto. All right. Thanks, Mike. Amy's with us. Hello, Amy. Dennis says. C-E to C-L and C-C-E to C-C-L. And Italian has T-C-W sound as in Centra and Ku as in Gucci. Uh, try pronouncing Francesco. Francesco. Is that better? And it's saying hello to everybody. Block lovely. It's a bot and not even visible in my chat. Well, that's, I mean, that's what I was going to do was block. But for some reason, it's starred and doesn't give me, you know, like Gretchen, for instance, up above that, it gives me a, a chance to. Uh, put a user in timeout or ban a user and delete their comments. But for some reason, 
it does not let me do that on this one. And I'm not sure why. That's exactly what I was going to do. But for some reason, they figured out how to crash in without um, uh, letting me uh, do that, Dennis. First thing I tried to do when I realized it was not anybody normally. Um, then it says, ciao. Roger's with us from Jacksonville. Talking about Jacksonville a little today. It's the uh, C, yeah. Not C-L. Oh, C-I. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I was, again, tomorrow I get... I go to get my glasses ordered. I'm not going to have them for a while, but tomorrow, you know, I got snowed out last time or iced out. I don't even see what you are talking about. Where are these folks posting? I, it's not on your YouTube feed. I'm assuming it's coming out of Facebook or something that I don't have control of in the chat room. Says starred one, but it does not. It does not let me delete it. I don't think. Let me go back up here. Oh yeah, no, nope. It it doesn't give me the option to do that, guys. I tried it. Then it's some obviously somebody that's that's crashed in. You know, a sex bomber. I'm glad it doesn't show on y'all's feed. Shows on mine. Our son San has a scuba diving business out of Augustine. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I love scuba diving. I just don't like a 10-year-old in a shark tank. There's just something about that one that just went all over me. Cayentro. Cain. Cayentro. 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 Roger says he cleans barnacles off boat and does minor repairs. Oh, I never was much with repairing, but I sure scrubbed a lot of barnacles in my younger days. I mean, back then, you know, you had to pay for air and, you know, it wasn't the cheapest hobby in the world. So quite often, I was working on Marco Island and doing construction work. And one of my, uh, the gentleman I worked with, we take off, we had a weekend off. We'd take off and sail around uh, Key West and come up on the key size and go from marina to marina to marina. And uh, and hire out the people to scrub the bottoms of boats. That's how we paid for all that. And made some extra money on the side, too. Uh, let's see here. The bot is blocking everyone from seeing it. Uh, you're confusing the C in Spanish, which is S sound, as in San Francisco. Okay. Thanks, Dennis. Uh, 
Jamin Watson, hello, first time joining this fine feed. Really have been enjoying the podcast over the last month. Thank you very much and certainly glad to have you with us. Roll the R's. I know, roll the R's. That's just a nat- not a natural act for me, Dennis. There's Joanne. Hi, Joanne. Uh, Roger says, what did your dad start? Uh, when did your dad start working for the Boston Red Sox? That would have been <clears throat> in like uh, 50, maybe. And he was there from 50 until I'd have to check on that 54, 55. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but Williams had started and Jensen had started. And um, let's see if I can remember all those guys I used to run around under foot of. Uh, Milton Frank Bowling, two brothers. Uh, <clears throat> Jimmy Pearsall didn't come in until later. Sammy White was the catcher. Uh, so it was after Roy Campanella was the first black catcher. I think Sammy White might have been the second black catcher. Gene Conley was a picture a pitcher for the Red Sox who also played for the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I was a little kid running around Fenway Park for, you know, quite a bit of time in the summer months. And as a result of that, ended up going up to, up in uh, New England every summer, especially even after my dad came back to Virginia full time. Uh, then I started traveling up there probably as I got to 10, 11 years old traveling up there with my mother every summer. Dad got to the point, my dad was a disabled veteran from World War II, and he got to the point he just couldn't handle the traveling. So the last trip my dad and I took was to do baseball games. I was probably 13, 14 years old before I was driving. And my dad and I left, I I lived in Roanoke about an hour from where I'm now. And uh, we went to Washington and did some games, to Baltimore and did some games, to New York and did some games, and ended up in Boston to do some games. And I got to f- check on some old friends of his that were still living in those days, uh, like Red Arback from the Celtics. Uh, Dad knew him quite well. Uh, yeah. Some of them were gone by then. But uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was, that was the last trip that I actually took with my dad. And then I traveled <clears throat> exclusively with my mother because dad couldn't travel anymore. So he lived until the uh, mid 80s, I guess. So, all right. That's going to wrap me up for today, folks. If you're out and about tonight at 7 o'clock Eastern time, yeah, stop in and uh, and join us with uh, as we're going to talk about the uh, upcoming Epic Cruise, which we sail on uh, uh, next Sunday. 
I'm looking forward to that. And then, of course, after the Epic, I get off the Epic on Sunday, jump in my car, drive down to Miami, and get on the Magnifica on Monday. So I probably, I will not be doing a show. I don't know if I'll be doing a show on Monday or not. I do have a hotel uh, in Miami. Maybe I can do the show before I go to the ship. I don't know. We'll see. We did the show early as a possibility. Uh, the same thing with Friday's show, folks. I'm probably going to do that early, live early on Friday so I can get out of here at a reasonable hour and start on the trek uh, and get somewhere, you know, uh, my favorite stop is in Orangeburg, but I was actually hoping maybe to get a little further this time, but it depends on, I don't know, I'll see. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, might have a, a change in schedule for Friday, but I'll let you know that as we get closer to it. Anyway, that's going to wrap me up for today. I will be back same time, same channel tomorrow for some more of this silliness. As always, guys, stay safe. Oh, yeah, smash that thumbs up button. I forgot to tell you that and invite you to subscribe to this channel if you haven't done so already. I'd appreciate that a lot. The bell notification will tell you when I go live or when a new video is posted. And I'm trying to post at least one video every day now. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, anyway, thanks to the people for uh, Saturday Night Live for letting me steal their clip for today's show. And thanks for Nate for sending that to me. So anyway, all right. I'll see everybody tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. And hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a great day, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises.